Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome in. Take my hand. Say hello to who you know and who you don't and who you can. Give promise to your springtime and beginnings to your ends. We'll try not to be cautious, we'll be friends. Welcome into Visibilities for a really special evening tonight. I am so glad that I've got some great guests with me this evening, um, some of whom are very longtime friends, and some I've gotten to know recently. And just think the world of it. I think that they're all doing such a great job for ACB with the voting issue at the election in this year's convention is going to be something totally different from years gone by. And they can explain it and answer any questions that any of you may have this evening. And with that, before I go any further, though, I also do want to thank Rick Morin for streaming Visibilities this evening on Mainstream. And Sheila Young is also uh, here this evening hosting with me. So I wanted to thank the two of them. And without any further ado, I would like to let you know that Pat Sheehan and Jeff Tom and Connie Sims are all here from the voting task force. And I'm going to introduce Patrick first, uh, probably because he's the most talkative. And uh, we will have a great time with Pat, I'm sure. And so, Pat, welcome and tell us what's going on with the voting for the elections this year at the ACB National Conference and Convention. Well, thank you, Terry. It's great to be here. Great to have my uh, co-host, co-workers here, colleagues here to help us out. I certainly hope you don't um, ruin your ratings for Friday nights, but uh, maybe they'll give you dispensation because. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure anyway, you won't. <laughs> we'll do our best to, to be on time and be good. First thing, Terry, I'd like to do is uh, just go through the members of the task force. Uh, I do this at all the calls. I do it because I'm very proud of the people that worked on this project together. Uh, we met five times uh, since November, December timeframe. Everybody worked hard, everybody contributed. We had lots of back and forth. I think we got a lot of work done in a short period of time. So just a, a tremendous group. Um, my co-host my co um, uh, host here, or, or chair here, uh, Jeff Tom, uh, tremendous work by Jeff. Will Burley, Ray Campbell worked so much on the uh, Constitution side with uh, John McKinnon and John Huffman, Brian Charlson, Michael Barrett, Maria Hansen, and Maria Christick, uh, our Vote Now people, uh, did a great job for us. Thank you to them. Uh, as I said, John Huffman, Maria Christick, uh, and John McCann also working on the Constitution ends of this, uh, did a great job. Rick Morin, thank you, Rick, for your help. Matt Selm and Connie, as I said, our coordinator for outreach. Just, I couldn't do it without her. And on the staff. That is quite a crew. It's a very impressive group. Yeah, Eric Bridges, Dan, Nancy Marks-Becker, uh, Clark, Rutchful, and Kelly Gass. All of them did a great job. So thank you to them. I think uh, it shows that we really have a quite a diverse group to put this together. And I guess uh, in getting started, um, first talk about what we're trying to solve, the problem that we have. Uh, in uh, 2020, we didn't meet, uh, we didn't hold elections for the board. So there were, we asked the board to stay over for one more year. Uh, this year we have, um, the officers who are up for elections and also BOP. So we actually have 13 positions that are open and we needed to do something 
so that we could um, uh, hold elections uh, and uh, hold them virtually else we wouldn't have any officers or board members by the time we get to an in-person convention next year. So uh, Dan put together uh, this uh, team that we that I just announced and we uh, went out and tried to solve this problem on how we could hold elections virtually for ACB 2021. Uh, to go through some of the assumptions that we made concerning what we were going to do, or what we weren't going to do, and how we were going to do that. I'd like to recognize Jeff Tom to kind of go over our assumptions that we made for the upcoming convention. Then we'll talk a little bit more about process, um, what we will be doing and not doing, and how we will be doing it. Okay, thank right, you, then. Pat. And, yeah. oh, go ahead. Okay, so it, it, it really was a pretty amazing group of folks, and um, and I just want to totally agree with the sentiment that, that Pat expressed. I'm sure I'll forget some of the assumptions that we made, because we worked on several of them, but um, right away, one thing that we did decide, and we may change that slightly, but we're not going to generally take up constitution and bylaw amendments this year. It's a harder process to deal with. Um, I will say there's been a little talk uh, of perhaps taking something up because we have to figure out what we're gonna do for our next convention. But, but I don't know that anything's been set in stone, but we're not gonna generally be um, taking up the whole constitution and bylaws process. We also decided that resolutions will be handled essentially the way it was last year with the um, committee plus input from members and then ultimately going to the board for final action after the convention. That'll be, you know, we were not going to have a resolutions meeting during the convention. We wanted to basically ensure that um, the system would work uh, in a manner that was as close to what we have had as possible in a manner that didn't violate our current constitution and bylaws and in a manner that allowed us to have, you know, a secret ballot that allowed us to have independent voting and because the system uh, under which we're operating, under the law in which we're operating, requires that every member have a chance to vote, um, one of our assumptions is that we had to find out, we had to come up with a process mm -hmm. in which every member would be able to, if they so chose, vote, whether they were otherwise attending the convention or not as long as they're a member 30 days in advance of the convention. And I think those were the major assumptions we went into with before we looked at different processes. And I'm sure I'm forgetting one or two and I'll turn it back to Pat. All right, thank you, Jeff. Yeah, I think you hit most of them. I think one of the, one of the ones that, well, we, as we started off, uh, we made, we had to uh, you know, basically figure out, did we have the authority in ACB to hold a, um, a virtual election? And where would that authority come from? Certainly, if you look at our constitutional bylaws, it says you have to do this in person. Uh, and we wanted to do it virtually. Fortunately, since we have the Articles of Incorporation in D.C., they have written into the Articles of Incorporation that for 2021, this year only, because of the pandemic, uh, regardless of what your, and John, would, John McCann would kill me for paraphrasing, but uh, regardless of what is in your constitution bylaws, because of the pandemic and you need to hold business, you need to conduct business, that you will be able to hold a virtual election. So the virtual uh, election that we have is only for this year, for right now, and as Jeff has uh, indicated, it is uh, only for the 
um, for the uh, board of directors, uh, officers, and BOP. We're not extending it to um, to uh, the constitutional bylaws or resolutions. Resolutions, as the last I heard, will be held pretty much the way we did last year, I think, unless I missed an email here or there. But um, so this is going to be only for those elections. We also want to keep as close to what we have done in the past. Uh, and so the elements of the uh, election that we have, the standing vote and the affiliate vote uh, are going to be in place. And, and maybe Jeff, you know, one of the things that we have learned over this uh, last few times we've done this, maybe you'd like to jump in and Connie, jump in and talk about the standing vote and the affiliate vote. The reason I'm saying it might be useful because we, um, I think we will have an awful lot of new, uh, new members who have never voted in an election. So they may not understand what I'm talking about when I talk about the affiliate. Standing vote's pretty easy. Jeff, you so, want to yeah, go? I'm happy to, sure, I'm happy to do that quickly. Um, what happens, of course, in our Constitution is that um, determined by the number of members in each affiliate, you have a specified number of delegate votes in both geographic affiliates and um, special interest affiliates. And if you are a member, uh, one, uh, several people have sort of asked, well, what happens, you know, I'm in five different affiliates. I'm in Oregon and I'm in the vendors group and I'm in the library users and the Braille Revival League. How does that work? Well, you, you, know, you, know, you have your individual vote that you are able to cast in the part of this election. And that's principally what we're going to be talking about. Uh, uh, during the, most of this call. The individual votes are cast in accordance with the way that the delegate to your affiliate, whichever that affiliate is, decides to vote. Now, different affiliates have different systems and, and ACB itself doesn't prescribe a specific system of how they compute their vote. But, but hopefully and possibly you have a way of consulting with your delegate to determine how he or she might want to vote on particular candidates, but you don't have any direct impact on how they're going to vote. They can, they can, you know, they can decide to split the vote up the way they want. They can decide to poll their affiliates somehow. If they have a way of doing it, there are different ways of handling it. Some people, you know, when we had regular conventions, you know, they go down the line and, and they put, you know, you know, quarters in a cup for person X and nickels for a person Y or whatever. There's different ways of doing it. But essentially, you as an individual member don't technically control the delegate vote. So you only have one vote of your own and you have a say in one form or another in the delegate votes for the other affiliates that you're in. I always and, think, Jeff, that it uh, that reminds me of the electoral pledge. Maybe we don't want to go there. <laughs> but, you know, the affiliate vote has been complicated. Go ahead, Terry. Yeah. I'm just for a point of clarification. Um, so when you're talking about polling the affiliate net, that is for the affiliate vote. You <laughs> still have what's the standing vote, which is where you, in former years, would actually stand in your vote as a person, as a member of the organization as a whole, as a whole, would be counted. And that's, I think, where the difference comes in, in the standing vote and the affiliate vote, correct? That That's correct, except remember that now we vote by secret ballot, so there is no, quote, standing vote. You're right, vote. you're right. My, you're we right. There really is no vote. standing vote, really. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I guess that's the point that I was trying to get across was that what you were describing is actually the process for the affiliate vote as opposed to 
the process for the individual vote. One, obviously. yes, correct. <laughs> Thank you, Terry. Yeah, and and Terry. the reason why we we kept that, Terry, uh, and and it has come up you know, where people said, well, if you have one person, one vote, why do you need the affiliate vote? And because we made the assumption up front, we are just going to keep the uh, vote, um, the you know system intact as closely as we can uh we want to keep make sure that we have the we would call the standing vote the individual vote and also the affiliate vote because that is hey pat the other the other assumption we did make and maybe connie can expound on this and she holds the keys to the kingdom is that we knew we would have to do an extensive educational effort to the membership on whatever process we decided to choose Connie, right. you want to jump on that and, and talk about what what you've experienced as far as the like the affiliate vote, what you've been hearing? Yeah. So, you know, we have the affiliate vote and then we have what we call the standing vote or the individual vote. So going back to the affiliate vote, um, for clarification also, we will have a special Zoom room just for the delegates that we're representing all the affiliates, if it's a state affiliate or special interest affiliate, um, that the delegates and um, if necessary, their alternate delegate will be in. So we'll have a fast, be able to go right down the roll call for them. So what we have talked about and what we have shared with other groups that we've presented is that um, if you have, you know, three votes or four votes or whatever through your affiliate, you may, you're going to have a little bit of time to reach out. So with the voting and knowing who the candidates are, you can reach out and have them text you or like call you um, or email you to the delegates. So if you have a point person that could reach out to your delegate, that would be a possibility. Um, otherwise, the delegate could just, again, like Jeff said, you know, de decide how to divvy up the votes if you want it all the same or split it up. But we we are having a special Zoom room for all the delegates. That's one, one way to keep all the delegates um, together, and that way we can go through the roll call at a quicker rate because we feel that that's going to be probably a, at least a half hour. Um, right. But you will all hear them. You will all hear. Yeah, how exactly. So they will all, you'll hear all of them. They'll be actually like just in the main mainstream, you know, the main zoom room, but it'll be a, a separate room for them, but they'll be able to hear everything that's going on. Just like if you're in the other room, zoom room, or if you're on the ACB radio, you'll, they'll be able to hear everything, but they'll, yeah, but they'll just be separate so then they can have instead of raising hands or lowering the hands when their state or their special affiliate is called. So then I think that sounds wonderful. So much better than the way we've had it for years. And it's, I think it's going to be so much easier because, you know, we figure at least a half hour for that. So that's, that, that will be a nice way to be able to do it. So, you know, if you know that you're at the end of the alphabet, you know, the special affiliates and too bad for like Arkansas and Alabama or even Florida, you know, you, you're going to be closer to the beginning and good old South Dakota, you know, we're at the end. So we have a little bit more time to figure out who we want to vote for. So, you know, as a del as a, as a affiliate. So, um, but we'll have the candidates ahead of time. So you'll be able to hopefully beginning of the week, have the candidates um, who they are. And we've talked about having the speeches and stuff the night before. So you can kind of actually reach out to your delegates. The, the standing vote is going to be, I think, really well done. Um, so vote now is you'll have the option of, You'll have everyone will be given a code, and that code, as Jeff said, will be given out after the thirtieth um, or the sorry, thirty days after the sixteenth of June. So, after we have everyone who is registered, certified member to vote, 
um, then Nancy and Vote Now will start working at sending out your eight-digit code. Um, and you'll have that same code throughout the whole week. Um, with that code, you will be able to use it online or you will be able to um, actually call in. You'll have a person you can talk to. You can have two options. The, to the call will be actually toll-free, so there's no worry about um, charges for calling. So the number to vote now is toll-free, and you'll be able to wait and ask for a person, and they're going to have several volunteers, staff members available to help because um, we know a lot of people are going to want to talk to a person. Otherwise, you'll have the option of doing it with automated with pushing one for, say, Pat and pushing two for Jeff. Um, and then that will be done that way. We figure the standing vote is probably going to take about an hour for everyone to be able to cast their ballot. Um, so you, if you want to say vote, um, now, say one vote on email doesn't mean that you have to do that way the next day. And um, it will be it will be accessible for everyone that we can, you know, you can do it um, just because and that's the huge reason we asked for everyone's email address for when we did our memberships this year for AMMS first purposes. We are really pushing for the emails so we can send out the code in email form. Um, we are working to get the codes in other formats. They usually just do a postcard, but Nancy is working with Vote Now to get the um, formats in Braille or large print to the ones who do not have an email address. But just because you receive, um, and this is one of the questions that came up in one of my other calls that I was on. If you receive, you want to receive your um, code and you'll get your code in email, but you don't want to vote by computer, <clears throat> excuse me, don't worry about that because just because you receive your code by email, you are more than welcome to vote by phone. So I wanted to clarify that because that was what some of the concerns I had that I've heard on other calls that I've been on is that, well, if we get everything by email, does that mean that we have to vote by email or by computer? Um, and no, you do not have to vote that way. You can vote by the phone. So that's one clarification I want to make sure we have that everyone's going to be able to do that throughout the week. The other thing that we also um, adopted here with the Vote Now system, which is what Guide Dog users have been using for the last five years, so that we know it's usable uh, and accessible. It works via a PC, Mac, Android, iOS, and as Connie said, it also uh, supports phone access, digital phone access. And if you need assistance in voting, which we assume that we'll have some folks that need assistance, they can call in and get assistance in voting. So I think we've really covered it. The other two systems just for, you know, for posterity or whatever that we looked at, Vote Runner and Vote Buddy, one didn't support the phone and one wasn't totally accessible uh, or as accessible as we needed it to be via the keyboard, which, you know, took that out. So. We did do the, you know, uh, the, the recommendations that uh, the voting task force made. We did have due diligence. We also even looked at, at a manually based system, um, but we wanted to take the system and, and make it sort of a separate black box so that in the end you would have a system that was, your vote was verifiable, secure, and independent. And a yeah, system that would be quicker. We also found that the that the because of some of the upgrades that the Vote Now system is using, and because we're not doing it over the Fourth of July, where it's a staff issue, that the that we would probably we're almost certain handle the voting more quickly um, using the Vote Now system than we would have done doing it manually. The other thing to point out about the vote now system. Um, two things. First, if you vote online, 
you do not have to put in your code. You'll have a link that you can click on, and so you won't need your code. Um, but if you lose your code, no matter how you want to vote, if you lose your code, um, we're going to have ways that you can call in and get it so that um, people will not be disenfranchised by because you know they got their code two weeks in advance and and then they lost it or whatever it's going to be so you know that not everything has been completely worked out as to all the methodology but be be sure that we have thought about that and there will be you know ways to deal with that issue pat do you want yeah, to go into the process now or yeah, a voting or a little bit yeah, Sure. Just before we do that, yeah. I just want to let everyone know, too, that the other thing that was brought up and people are concerned about is that we do plan on having um, a mock election. We have not set the time or the date or anything, but we're looking at maybe a week or two weeks out, but we don't want it too far out, but we don't want it too close to let people tr to um, try that, the system, mm -hmm. to have them be comfortable doing that. So um, people are feeling relieved and knowing that we can actually try it once at least. And so, I think that's important. That's and, you're right, Connie. Yeah. And can I just, yeah, go can ahead, I just, uh, my question sure, sure. is, <laughs> excuse me. Um, <laughs> um, I just want, wondered, just wanted to be sure that everyone understands that this is a very unique code to each and every person. It's only to be used by that person and can only be used by that person. Is that correct? That's correct. That is correct. correct. In fact, if, if two people use it, a flag is going to come up and I think in the system. And so, you know, it just won't work. So, and Rick, yeah. what did uh, Brian Carlson computed the odds of someone hanging into somebody else's code is like... 60 billion to one or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's up there. <laughs> it's up like there, winning yeah. the lottery, you know. So uh, I don't know. The, the only other thing that I would add before we go into process, uh, Jeff, <laughs> is that, and I think this is important, that regardless of whether you uh, register to a convention or not, you are eligible to vote if you are a member by June 16th. And Guide Dog Users has had about a 40% return on their elections, which is really good. So that's going to allow everybody to to vote on officers. And I think that's that's going to be pretty cool. So yeah, in fact, yeah. just to yeah. sort of elaborate on that, because people ask me this, people wonder what's this date in, in March and April where they have to certify you and things like that. Well, that earlier date, is the certification for the amount of members your affiliate has for purposes of determining its delegate vote. But if you sign up in April or May or even the first part of June, although it won't impact the delegate vote for the affiliate you're in, you can still have an individual vote at the convention up to June 16th. So, Jeff, you want to talk about the, what we've looked at so far as far as the process, starting back with the sure. committee and walking through so, we'll jump in. Yeah. So the first night of convention, which is what, Sunday? Yep. Um, first night of convention, um, after all the opening ceremonies and re some reports are done, um, the, well, let's go back a little bit. Although the date hasn't been established yet, sometime within a week or so before the convention, and this is new, the nominating committee will meet virtually, of course, but it will not meet at the convention. It will meet before the convention. And so it's important that affiliates choose their uh, representatives to the nominating committee in time so that we have a, a roster of individuals who are going to be going to that committee. Um, every affiliate has one vote and one delegate, one representative to the nominating committee. And so that committee will meet and they will select nominees for um, uh, all the board positions that are up. And of course, all the officer positions are up. 
as well as three BOP positions. So there's 13, I believe, total positions. Um, then, starting on Sunday night, um, the president will begin the elections process and will begin with the presidency. So they will ask for nominations from the floor for the president. Now, if only one nomination, whoever that might be, is made, then we will, just like we normally do, declare that person the winner and we'll move on to the first vice president. So let's say that happens. And then we have uh, the first vice president up, we have three people um, and they all want to be nominated. You know, one, one person who is from the slate, whoever that is. And then we have two other people that decide to run from the floor, which, you know, the floor will be open and you'll raise your hand and you'll nominate, you know, you know, you know, Jane Doe from the floor. And so then what we will do is stop. We're going to wait until Monday morning's convention. That gives time to line up speakers. That gives time to, um, for, for delegates to maybe get in touch with, you know, people to, you know, text their affiliate delegates, get time to think about who we want overnight. And then in Monday morning's session, at least it's always morning on the West Coast and the East Coast, it gets into the afternoon, I guess, uh, eventually. But anyway, in, in the Monday morning session, we will have that election. Um, and it there'll be, you know, it'll take a little while because we'll have to have a certain amount of time to which they spend uh, to cast, to phone in the votes. And they, um, I, I don't know if they've specifically determine whether the delegate vote will start in the middle of the vote casting or not, but we'll probably do some other convention business during the time that people are phoning in their votes as well as having delegate vote. The results will be tabulated. And if um, nobody has majority that, of those three, let's say they're, they're all getting around, you know, 45% and 35% and 30% or whatever, then we'll have to go to the to the two that are left and we'll have to have a second election to determine the winner. But after that election, that will be the only election we'll have that day. And then we will go to second vice president. And let's say nobody else runs other than the nominee. Then we'll go down to secretary. And if secretary has an additional nomination, so there's two people up, then we'll stop. And we'll do the same overnight waiting for the election that we did for president or for first vice president before. We'll wait till the Tuesday convention session, conduct our next election. So we will not have any voting after we determine that there is a contested election, except on Friday. Friday, we have, I think it's five or six hours, I forget which, for um, elections. That'll be what we do most of the day, because remember, we don't have to do resolutions. So it'll be all on election day. And we will do as many elections as we possibly can or need. And plans are being made if for some reason we have more elections than we think, and if for some reason it takes a little longer than we think to hopefully not, but possibly use Saturday if we had to, to finish our elections because we will finish the elections this year. So that is essentially the process. I'm sure I have left some things out and Pat and Connie can fill in, but I'll, I'll stop. You really nailed it, Jeff. Uh, excellent job. And uh, Jeff is correct. The only things that I would add, and Connie jump in also, is that one of the good things is vote now can produce a ballot in about 30 minutes. So the ballot that we'll see on the PC, the Mac, in the, on the phone can be updated in 30 minutes, which is one of the reasons why we went with vote now. Uh, and, and, and so that is a, a real plus. Um, Jeff is correct in that we be doing a lot of voting on Friday. Be great if we could finish it up 
depending upon how many elections are contested. Uh, and we put Saturday in there if we need to finish. Ordinarily, we wouldn't be having 13. We wouldn't be having 13 votes. Uh, you know, there would be, uh, it would be only uh, having, you know, board or officers or whatever, you know, so, so it's not that much, but this year, because we've had to ha hold selections to make up for last year and this year, uh, this is sort of what we're left with. Um, we think that as we get later in the week, we're going to get smarter and better at what we're doing. And so we expect them to move along faster and better. Um, now, the other area, uh, Connie's been such a huge help, uh, particularly in some of the outreach. Uh, Connie, we've been able to do a little bit of outreach so far. You want to talk about what we've got in the future and if people want us to talk to them at their affiliate and whatever. Yeah, um, Jeff did an awesome job going over the process and stuff. And um, so we have done um all the shows except um anthony with sunday edition and we will be doing um with him on sunday this coming sunday the 11th um so then all of the actual radio shows the um will be done and then some of them would like us back so we don't have dates but some of them will be probably more in may uh, is what they're looking at for follow-up on some of that and maybe into june um i have not set up any community calls but i have looking at the calendar i am planning on starting to um, schedule community calls probably not this coming week but in, maybe in two weeks and what we plan on doing is having different people um different days and different times of the days um to try to reach everyone that we can possibly get. I have promised Cindy that we would not do a, a Wednesday, so we, there will not be any community calls <laughs> on Wednesdays since Wednesdays are so bad, so full, but it will be on all the different days. And um, then there, Dan is writing um, some things for the president message for the Braille Forum. There is an article coming out in May um, that has been written on the voting. And then we have done some um, affiliate speaking and we have some more affiliate ones um, scheduled and we would love to be able to reach out to anyone and no, no group is too small. I mean, um, I've been on calls with just five to six people um, and, and we can have just one or two people presenting. Um, usually it's good to have at least two and that's what we've done with a few people, but you know, please reach out to me um, and I can give my, you know, email is, you know, Connie, K-O-N-I dot L dot Sims, S-I-M-S at gmail.com and um, reach out to me. And um, some people have actually reached out through Cindy to get a hold of me, but then we can get you scheduled. We'd love to do as many calls and many um, outreach that we can do because each affiliate might be a little bit different. Each time I have been on a call with someone, um, there's always new questions, always new comments, new suggestions. Um, I take notes with all of it. So I've gotten some really good feedback and I've brought it back to Pat and um, he's shared, we've shared with the committee. So more input and questions and feedback that we can get from people I think the better the whole process will be and how it's all going to work. So um, that is kind of what we have planned. You know, we have it out on the website right now, um, all social media. And there's um, being shared on Facebook, the LinkedIn, Twitter, all of that is being done. So any, you know, everywhere, if special affiliates, you know, even affiliates, if you have Facebook pages or you know, reach, put it out on your page um, and get people involved because we have so many new members um, that to ACB, but I look at even here in South Dakota, I have so many members who have never gone to a convention um, for whatever reason, and, and they will be able to vote this year. 
So it's huge that you may be a member for, say, 20 years, but you've never been able to attend a convention for whatever reason it may be. And now you have that opportunity. So this is a huge process, a new, new opportunity for all of ACB members to really voice um, who they want in leadership and who they want us to, to lead us you know, going forward. So the more we can reach, the more questions we can get, the better we're going to be. And the only thing I'll add to that, Connie, is prior to that, there are going to be candidates forums uh, that you'll see from the BOP. They'll be announced. There'll be town halls that will be out there. And in the past, we've had uh, regional caucuses. And so if you're thinking about running, uh, all those opportunities will be coming up for you to run for office or run for a board position or BOP. And, and they'll be uh, on Zoom to ask you questions. So I think it's going to be uh, starting fairly soon, an interesting spring with candidates running and speeches and all that kind of stuff. So I think it's good. Jeff, what did we forget? Well, I just want to add one little thing, maybe two. Well, it's two. One of them, um, as Connie was sort of alluding, you know, special interest affiliates have a lot of um, specific issues to deal with because most of us, our affiliates, our special interests, um, are also organized under the DC code. And so they have to abide by same rules that, ACB does in terms of making every member eligible to vote. Um, but there's a lot of differences between ACB doing its voting and those affiliates doing their voting in terms of the time they have to get it done and a whole bunch of other things. So we're more than happy to give advice. I've already done this several times to various special interest affiliates. The other thing is that sort of a long view, and, and Pat and I have a special lens for this, we, the two of us, among others, were appointed by President Pomerantz way back, like 75 years ago, it seems like, um, to a voting task force. And up until even two years ago, there was so much ambivalence. There were people that wanted remote voting and a lot of people that didn't want remote voting and people that weren't sure how effective or efficient it could be and there was just no um real uh discernible viewpoint for a majority of the organization that has i think totally changed with the pandemic i i'm sure there will be hiccups um in this voting for you know in, in july just this there, there there have to be in in a new system but i don't think that we and ACB and even you and your state and special interest affiliates are going to come back to the days when people want to be excluded from voting just because they don't attend conventions. So I think our electoral processes in the years to come are going to materially change. How they change, I don't want to completely predict that. That's, you know, something that time will tell, but I, I think we're all going to have to really understand that this is just the tip of the iceberg this year and that this things will never be the way they once were. Great. I think that's a very good point yeah, uh, for either, you know, for, for people on either side of the issue. Um, it's, it's, it is never going to be, Whichever way it comes down, it's just not going to be the same as it was in the past. And personally, I think that's a good thing, um, but maybe not for the same reasons that someone else does. And that's what I think is one of the really good things about ACB is that everyone gets a chance to voice their own opinion. And uh, I'm glad that we're doing what we are doing this year. Um, so that everybody does have the opportunity to vote. And I think that there's some things that could be done with the election process in the future. Uh, but that's not something for this year. We've got enough, you've got enough to deal with, with this huge project this year. Um, but I think, I think we'll see a lot of changes over the next few years in it. And that's, I think, gonna, probably going to be 
a good thing to many people. Well, we hope so. And if not, then of course you can blame Dan because he put the voting task force together. Just <laughs> that's right. Why don't we blame Mitch Pomerant since he put you two on it? Well, well, yeah, we can blame him too. There's enough blame <laughs> yeah, to go around. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. <laughs> you notice, Jeff, we didn't take any responsibility on ourselves. Of course not. Of course. <laughs> that's very good. We all have done that. Very, very wise good. of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do, do we have any questions, Terry? I, I guess we've we've kind of muddled. Well, let's see. Ten and forty-five Is minutes. Des, let's see. We do have some time. We do have a few people. Would anybody like to ask a question? If you do, um, you can raise your hand, or you know, we're a small enough group that I think you can just unmute if you'd like to ask. And since Terry, you have a hand raised. Oh, we do now. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm coughing at the same time. Here. Do you want to go right ahead and hello, Terry? I'm not seeing you on here. Hi, Beth. It, it's Beth. She's Hi, Beth. She's on. It hand. is Beth. She's yeah. She's I had raised my hand. Um, I came in. I was having trouble logging into to the system any because of the signal on my phone anyway um okay how are they gonna be voting and stuff well, i'm sorry what's your we, question we, i said how are they gonna be voting uh for this convention this uh is it gonna be done by the internet or what well the individual votes the delegate votes will be announced just like they always have been, it's just they'll be announced virtually. And the individual votes you can cast online through your computer or smartphone, or you can dial in on the telephone and either, you know, punch in your ballot choices, or you can have an operator assistance to help you do that, you know, that they'll talk you through it and they will do it for you. Um, and if you use the telephone, you will have a code. If you use a computer, you have a code too, but you'll have a link that you can just click onto for your computer or smartphone. But if you have, if you dial in on the telephone, you'll have to give them this eight digit code and the codes will be sent out. Everyone will get their codes. So that's a quick, very quick summary of what we went over. And, and I think yeah. that's neat that they're going to let people vote right by telephone this year um, because there are several of us, I understand, that do call in on these community calls by landline still or or cell phone, you know, not by smartphone. I know there's a lot of those too, but there's a lot of us still that call in like that. Yep. Right, and you'll be able to vote that way, Beth. But thanks for asking your Thank question. Thank you. All right. Do we have, is anyone else like to ask a question? Yes, you have a Terry, you have traveling Terry from Florida. Oh, okay, Terry. Terry to Terry. <laughs> um, thank you so much for doing this call. I am super excited. It's going to be my first time voting on a national level because I only joined the community on August 11th. Oh, yeah. 2020. All right. Yeah. Yes. Welcome. welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, this community has really helped me um, since I lost my vision very quickly and just three years ago. Um, on that note, um, I was actually going to ask Beth's question. Um, how is she going to get her code? She so you're, how, so you, do you have email? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm good. I have emails. I oh. have everything. She has a cell phone and that is it. She has no email. She has no computer. She has no smartphone. Um, is there going to be, and we have about four people that I know that call in on my community call on Wednesday, which would be an honor for you to join health checkup on a Wednesday because we have the two o'clock spot. So come on over. We'll have you guys on there. And, um, you know, how are those like Lori? There's a couple, there's four people that I know that 
the only way there are several people actually there are yeah. several people actually terry and i think jeff covered that that nancy is going to be working with them on trying to get it out in braille and in large print and they'll be getting postcards am i oh, correct oh, jeff oh, i in didn't the mail. Step okay. on it. Okay, I had some problems um, logging in earlier too, so I missed part of that. So that's great. You know, we covered an awful lot of information. That's why, you know, if you'd like us to come on and repeat anything, or particularly what you just brought up is very important because we do, you know, and, and we didn't actually mention it all that much, but that Nancy Marks Becker will be our representative to vote now sort of the, the interface from ACB to vote now. And Nancy also will be, as she ha does in the past, um, be announcing the vote totals, but she is really the only one uh, who will be working with vote now so that vote now will, will be conduct, will be using them for the election. So you will have sort of the independent um, ability to vote and you won't be having, you, you, there won't be any you know, staff or ACB or anybody else from ACB, except for Nancy doing her her representative job of announcing vote totals and interfacing where she's needed. Well, and I'm super excited about this year. Super excited. Great. Thank you for Good. all you guys are doing. And Terry, if I can add, the Florida Council of the Blind will have their monthly community call on April 24th and Connie and I think Pat and Dan are going to be our guests on that call. Awesome. Terry and Terry, this is Connie. And if you would like us to be on, or at least one of us or something, um, to be on your show on a Wednesday, reach out to me. And because um, I'm the I one will. who does the, I, the outreach and stuff, and okay. I can get that set up. I will reach out to Sheila Young my wonderful president and we'll get our information exchange. Yep. Cause Sheila has my information. So. Yeah. Yeah. Super excited. I'm really looking forward to this experience. That will be fun. I'm glad you joined us. Yeah. Thank you. Would anyone else like to ask a question? And unfortunately, neither Pat or I can run this year since we don't have to. So we can't even ask to bribe you for your vote. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, you mean you're finally timing out? Well, I, actually, I think I turn out next year unless there's some kind of Me loophole too. in them. Yeah. So yeah, we'll be unemployed. Oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> you know, unless they decide to run for something else, you know, you never know. What the border. They go. need to run for the border. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, doing that. I don't know, <laughs> Sheila. You, you know, I'm sure we make might get a run for state president of something. I understand that that's just a wonderful job, and you just can't beat it. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not supposed to say anything. I'm a host. <laughs> that, that's right. You can't. Say, that's true. Good. Good answer, Sheila. <laughs> Actually, the reason why I said that is when Pat first ran for the board the first time we ran, we several of several people in his state affiliate all told him that he should run because it's a lot of fun. <laughs> He's just been having so much fun with it ever since. That's right. There you go. Well, somebody, somebody said something to me about running, and I said, the good thing is there's too many Florida people on, so I don't have to. That's <laughs> <laughs> been my excuse for years as well. <laughs> good. I'm glad, we're, I'm, I'm glad we're together. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't oh, have any goodness. other hands raised. No. Oh, yeah. No, no. All right. You do now. Oh, you Casey. Go right ahead. Go right ahead and unmute and ask your question. Okay. We got it. Yeah. This is Casey from Michigan. Hey, Casey. Hey, Terry. Um, we are, we are um, holding our state annual convention virtually in Michigan. Um, and we have the ability to conduct elections. And I just wondered if, uh, if Connie, if you are the person that I need to reach out to to help set that up and determine the cost uh, 
for that or are, or are you not doing you said you're doing it for other affiliates so I, yeah. I just wondered how we do this yes casey i'm the person to reach out to so um definitely mm. reach out to me and we can um set something up and there's no cost right now so but yep. but casey um one if your question has been because we've received that question before can you use the vote now system the way we're using it to conduct the special election we don't have any way to offer this package state affiliates. No, I was I was looking at uh, finding out what the cost was for how they would determine the cost based on our membership, um, whether it made a difference on people registered or didn't register for the convention. I don't think we're restricted like to the DC code. Oh, is. no. Right. If, uh, if, and yeah, for, and if, using the 800 number and the uh, similar kind of thing that, um, that you're talking about, but not depending upon ACB to do that. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. K Casey, I've, this is Jeff, right. and I've consulted. Not only have I helped run the elections in California um, for CCB, but I've also <laughs> consulted with other states. I'm happy to... Um, consult with you folks in Michigan. Um, I I know how their cost system works, although I could not give you a figure even if I knew your membership, but I can give you a little information about how I, I'm happy to sort of have a discussion at length with you, not here, but if you want to get in touch with me about some of your options yeah, because we have a board meeting a week from uh, week from tomorrow, and I'd like to know, you know, just approximately what the what 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 a cost would be, and well, I'm not looking at getting all particulars out to the to that group, just a, some kind of a cost estimate and um, a discussion with our convention committee and that sort of thing. Uh, uh, so that's where we're, that's what we're we're thinking because we we could vote using uh, free conference rooms and everything, but if uh, I think this is a best a, the best alternative to try and vote because the, a lot of the confusion I think could be worked out worked with uh, the the vote now people. Yeah, well let's let's talk about it and um, certainly advantages to all systems and uh, um, I'm. Uh, Sheila, do you do you happen to have Casey's email as part of the president's list by any chance? Or I'm not. I'm not a. He's president. not a president. You're not a president. A, okay. But my but I but my email is real easy. Yeah, but you okay. can't have it, Casey. We can't do that now. Yeah, we're we not can't supposed do that. to give it out. We can't out. do that now. I know that. Um, I, 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 send I, I know send, that. Ask Ask Cindy to, to ask Cindy to connect you. Just send it to yeah. you. It do it to uh, community. And yeah, how Cindy connect uh, us, and then we'll have a talk this week. Yeah, and I still will write. Maybe. I still will write Connie an email and, and ex, you know, give her my information, what I'm trying to achieve, and maybe sometime next week we can have at least a discussion. Yep, and that would be fine. And and I can reach. I I have Jeff's information too. So I, if you reach out to me, I can connect you and Jeff up too. So um, that'd be great, Connie. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you so well, much. I want to. Well, I want to thank you all, those of you who've called in to participate tonight and listen, and those who are listening on ACB Mainstream. And I want to thank Rick Morin and Sheila Young. Sheila ended up doing more than I told her she was going to need to do. Uh, okay. for, some reason, my, for some reason, my list is not showing the people that have come in after a certain point. I don't know why, but it's not. Um, and I want to thank Patrick and Jeff and Connie and I think I said Rick and Sheila and thank you all for joining us this evening uh, come back next Friday night on visibilities we're going to be having fun we're going to do Trivial Pursuit again next Friday night and we're working it all out for when we're going to do a special event of Trivial Pursuit at the convention and so you can practice up now and so that you are one of the cash prize winners at that time, hopefully. So with that, I want to wish you all a very happy, safe, and healthy week. Enjoy the spring weather, and have a good night. Welcome in. Take my hand. 
Say hello to who you know and who you don't and who you can. We'll give promise to your springtime and beginnings to your ends. We'll try not to be cautious, we'll be friends.